to help support this podcast and get exclusive bonus content and rewards, make a monthly pledge at patreon.com slash universe box. And, and remember, remember to, to think, think outside. Buy a girl a drink. <laughs> Have we met? No, but I'm kind of famous. Oh, the notorious Barbara King. <laughs> It's going to be a bad day for the hitmen of Gotham. I'm telling the truth. It's what I do now. Welcome to Legends of Gotham, where we talk about Fox's hit series Gotham, set in the world of Batman. <gasps> I'm Bill Meeks. And I'm Anne-Marie D. Simone. How you doing tonight, Anne-Marie? I am hanging in there. You were hanging in there? I'm hanging in there. I feel like I've just been resurrected from the dead. I feel and I'm like hearing I'm on voices. My, I feel like I'm on my way down to the dead. Perfect. We'll cross we'll, in the middle. We'll, yeah, we'll meet somewhere in the middle and we'll talk about Gotham. Okay. It'll be great, and we actually do have a very special thing going on right up front. But I don't want to—I—I I, I don't want to tease it. I just want to bring it out when it gets here. Okay. And it's not here yet, but it's nope. going to be here soon. Well, by the way, side note: if you did not catch it, we caught it today. Uh, another skip week next week for Gotham. Yep. Everybody, um, you know, go do something. That big Azrael episode that they're teasing so hard—they're going to keep teasing it for another week. For another week, at least. <sighs> But it happens. It does. It does. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Emery. Why did, oh, by the way, we do have our chatters here. Uh, we have TK, D, TKD Kid, Win, and Cosmic. Oh, Cosmic just dropped out. Wah, uh, they're wah, probably refreshing wah. to get the stream going again. <laughs> uh, but over at live.universebox.com, every Tuesday after an episode of Gotham, 8.30 p.m. EST at live.universebox.com. We love all of our chatters. Uh, we love that uh, you guys have been so active. Oh, and Bobby just popped in. <laughs> All sorts of people. I it's it's been a much more active chat this year. It's been nice. It's been ni- this it, half season. Definitely, definitely. Yes. I, well, I mean, the show's just getting better and better. And uh, Win says in the chat room that she can live with that Azrael for many, many more weeks. Uh oh. Well, not a, not a fan of Azrael. No, I not guess so much. Or Azrael. 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 Something like that. We'll get the pronunciation eventually. But Amory, why don't you go ahead and get us started with the rhyming, epi- riddling rhyming episode summary. This thing. Yes. <clears throat> Is Stabby Babs rehabilitated? Jim's lack of forgiveness leaves her frustrated. Does Karen have a small lizard hand? Her knowledge could hurt Hugo's <laughs> strange plan. I was dying to do that. Who nice. killed the Waynes? The ladies involved. Without Barbara's help, will it be left unsolved? Will Theo Gallivan don a divine hood? He's back, thanks to the doctor from Pinewood. In Pinewood. In Pinewood. They will turn you into a freak. Dr. Baby Hugo Strange. Amory, what'd you think? Baby lizard hand. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I I kind of I kind of completely liked it. I did good. I did like it. Lots of good things. Lots of crazy things. Mm-hmm. Um, more to come. Um, I think the best part of this is like it's all happening. It mm-hmm. feels like it's all it's all been for something. And don't that's- you love it when a plan comes together? <sighs> you know what? Speaking of plans yes. in Gotham, yeah, the chief planner of Gotham, the chief planner, surprise John Stevens, surprise boom. John Stevens, boom. Uh, called in uh, <laughs> to tell us a little bit about this episode that he directed. Woohoo! Uh, so I think we should probably go ahead and play that voicemail from John right now. Take it away, John. Surprise, John Stevens. 
Hi, this is John Stevens, uh, executive producer of Gotham and director of episode 218, Pinewood, which aired last night, and uh, which I hope everybody liked. Um, the hardest scene to shoot in the episode by far was the scene where Mr. Freeze attacks the van carrying Alfred, Gordon, Bruce, and um, Karen, mm-hmm. and the van crashes into the, the uh, structure of the bridge. We shot it um, between midnight and about 4 a.m. on two separate nights in the South Bronx in January when it was cold and there was threatening the snow. And trying to get the van to crash just exactly correct was incredibly difficult. Uh, made more difficult because we had a hard out where we had to we knew we had to be finished um, because our permits were done at that point, <laughs> um, which kind of speeds things up at a certain point. Um, but it's also a lot of fun, you know, at the same time. Um, any Easter eggs in the episode that we missed? I don't necessarily think so. I think we were pretty obvious with most of our eggs. We kind of made, you know, scrambled eggs with them and, um, <laughs> because we saw uh, Galavan come back as Azrael at the end of the episode. But how is that story going to pan out? Oh, boy. Anyway, um, yeah, I guess that's about it. I hope you guys like the episode and hope you watch next week. Thanks. There's no episode next week, we John. Will, we will watch the next episode, though. And we did love the episode, John. Thank you so much for calling yes, in. Surprise, John Stevens. Thank you. Surprise, John Stevens. Uh, you know, I, I, I will say uh, maybe that's why uh, Freeze didn't have a hood. Because they, they didn't have time because of the permit. It's very possible. Very possible. But thank you so much again, John. they forgot it, like, in a trailer and nobody could <laughs> – you can't go back. You can't go back. But uh, thank you again. Surprise, John yes, Stevens. Thank you. And we'll, uh, we'll see you later. Bye. Excellent. Oh, yeah. And uh, Mom with Moxie in the chat room says that uh, the FX action sequences are characters in and of themselves. Absolutely. I, I can definitely I think agree. and there was a few very big good ones this mm-hmm. week, I think. I love hearing from John Stevens. I do, too. I love that he calls. He's such a nice fella. Okay, let's get started talking about the episode here. Oh, okay. okay so uh, my first point I've titled Jim Gordon and the Philosopher's Phone. Uh, <laughs> as we know, we find out the philosopher was behind behind the Wayne murders, and the philosopher is also mm-hmm. Hugo Strange, uh, who was a friend of Thomas Wayne's. Their names rhyme, so it must be true. The Wayne uh, Strange. Now, now I, it's pretty obvious, you know, that Thomas's uh, pushback against Hugo's strange experiments is what ultimately cost him his life. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, but how did that allow Hugo Strange to take control of the, the dark side of Wayne Enterprises? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I, I will say, though, that I for a while I was like, how did Hugo Strange become the head dude at Wayne Enterprises? Makes total sense now because Wayne Enterprises in season one, if you remember, was tasked with redeveloping Arkham Asylum. Yes. Which is why Hugo Strange is in charge because he has some sort of power position within Wayne Enterprises. Right. You know, and he obviously has a lot of control because he was able to send Hitman after people. He's, you know, kind of commandeered this whole black ops uh, part of the company. Oh, black ops. Yeah, and, uh, you know, so, and it definitely, uh, through that picture that Lucius Fox brings out, uh, we find out that he was involved in the very early days of the company, back pre-beard. Pre-beard. Yeah, when did he grow his beard? Um, Was that one of his strange experiments? I'm going to grow a beard for a week, because I'm strange. So strange. Uh, You know, I'm just wondering, you know, did he get dirt on the rest of the board, or is he working under the auspices of a higher power that was able to get him this power position within Wayne Enterprises? See, I don't know, because... Last season, we had so much with that board and the mm-hmm. board trying to keep – they were already trying to keep uh, Bruce out of everything. Yeah. And it's like that never happened. 
Well, it's like, obviously the effects are still being felt. Was it Hugo Strange who was making them do that? Or was it someone who Hugo was also working under? Like, is the board... I think there's someone else. Hugo under a a common person. Another higher up that we haven't seen yet. I think there's another guy. I I mean, it's definitely been teased out by the creators that they they would like to include the Court of Owls. And we we have talked about that ad nauseum, too. If you don't know about it, go listen to about 70% of our episodes. I go over it real quick. I'm not going to go over it here. Uh, But, uh, you know, I, I, I do love... Overall, uh, the, one of the things I love about Gotham's take on this whole story mm-hmm. is that they've turned the Wayne murder from a random crime, uh, a senseless random crime, to to basically the source of Batman's greatest villains. That's true. If it wasn't for Thomas Wayne and his approval of certain things, there might not be a need for a Batman. I mean, it, it, Gotham's a corrupt city. Don't get me yeah, wrong. there's still going to be dudes. But there, there's corrupt and then there's Gotham corrupt. And I think... You know, a lot of what Thomas Wayne did with Pinewood uh, probably hastens uh, the need for a Batman. Yeah, I believe it. I believe it. I I also uh, loved uh, the moment where Bruce realizes that it was one of his father's friends that betrayed him. It's just like he's a whole new level of piss now. Like before he was like, man, I hate it that my dad's dead. Now he's like, you will pay. You have betrayed my father. <laughs> yeah. I And I, I, I just thought uh, you, you just saw it in his eyes. You oh, just, yeah. I, if I was Hugo, I'd be a little scared of 14 year old Bruce Wayne right now or 15 year old or whatever he is now. I, yeah. He, he teenage will, Bruce Wayne. Teenage Bruce Wayne. Bat teen. Bat teen. No, 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 Does he have back teen in his uh, utility belt? He doesn't have a utility belt yet. True. Alfred, however, might. I want to see the origin of the utility belt. Oh, you know, you know I, I bet that's coming. Definitely, I bet that's coming. Definitely. I will say, I do. I did spot a lot of bat tropes in this episode. I have a, f- a few mentions coming up oh, here in a little bit. Yeah, mm. but uh, you want to go ahead and talk about Stibby Bibbs? Stabby Babs is back, ladies and germs. Yes, back in the, back in the habit. Back. But what the heck is she up to? Mm-hmm. She's obviously got a plan. I don't know what she's doing. I don't know who her allegiances lie with. Is she a good guy? Is she a bad guy? Is she reformed? Is she not reformed? What exactly did uh, Hugo Strange do to her mm-hmm. other than group therapy with her on point curls? I don't well, know. I think I think that Hugo Strange just they did that group therapy session and he just let her go just to see what would happen right that's exactly what it's like and that makes no sense to me like it's a little crazy but like okay so she went to jim to gain his trust okay that makes sense you know she came out of all of this oh i saw you saving me blah 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 blah. okay i didn't believe a word the woman said Mm -hmm. like the entire episode but he kind of is probably thinking okay barbara's she's trying she's trying i don't forgive her but she's trying Mm -hmm. so maybe he doesn't think of her as a severe threat anymore Uh however then she literally goes to find tabby and butch in the mansion which how did she know that was happening because that wasn't happening yet was it no no no, because we chopped off just on our arm. We're adding uh, utilities. <laughs> oh, uh, TKD kid uh, says, uh, yep, called it, LOL, about the yes. like, triple double cross the there with the lady cross. and Jim. Yeah, you did call that on Twitter, definitely. You you really did. <laughs> I don't know. I like, how did she find Tabby and Butch? Because Tabby hasn't really been doing anything. She's mm-hmm. just like living on Butch's money, mm-hmm. which is weird. Living on Butch. But that's like, that's not her thing. Mm-hmm. 
But now they now he has Barbara and Tabby, so he's a happy camper. But what is going to happen next? I don't. I, I have some theories. Uh, when in the chat room says Babs was just uh, just wants to be kind of famous. Context isn't important for her. That's very true. And I actually re- agree with Bobby in the chat room who says I think Babs was telling the truth to Jim. Interesting. That, uh, yeah, I I totally think uh, Babs Barbara Babs. Uh, Barbara Keene was being completely honest with Jim. Uh, mm. She. She found herself when he tried to save her at the church and she realized what a psycho she'd been to him mm. when, when he was, uh, you know, trying to pull her back up and she saw that he saw her, not the, the crazy, not stabby babs, but Barbara. <laughs> Regular Barbara. Yeah. And I, I think that kind of unlocked that side of her again after what the ogre did to her. Mm. Uh, the ogre and massive amounts of drugs and, you know, illicit sex and all that from the season, first yeah. season. Yeah. First half of the season. Uh, I, I think, you know, she realized what I, I was going to say a jerk, but no, just a complete psychopath she'd mm-hmm. been. And she snapped back into reality and she's ready to heal, but she needs Jim to accept her mm-hmm. and he won't. He, he, he just won't let it go. Let it go. Um, you know, but, but understandably so, because I mean, she really crossed about 20 different lines uh, during her time with hashtag maniacs and immediately I miss the hashtag maniacs definitely Uh, but I I think she's at a point where his forgiveness would allow her to forgive herself for what she'd done and you know she she's able to crawl back up into the light but she needs that uh, absolution from Jim Mm -hmm. uh, to to use kind of a religious term to to get her there to, to make her realize that she is worthy to be normal rich for some reason uh barbara keen uh you know after she killed her parents she wanted think she wouldn't have got the inheritance uh, she mentions being rich well uh, she was to rich lady. before though yeah i know because she's she oh she yeah because she, she was would, she was an artist right yeah but she'd have already i'm sure she had a trust fund and she was definitely over whatever the age of trust fund would be released mm-hmm. Very so true. she already got some money, which is probably why her parents wanted nothing to do with her. They're like, you have mm-hmm. your money. Goodbye. Go play with your art pictures. <laughs> and then come kill us. Uh, but, you know, I, I I feel like his forgiveness would allow her to move on and live a normal life again. But mm-hmm. since she wasn't able to get it, she's going to sink deeper than we've ever seen her sink before. I, and, you know, she's already she's right back in, in the gutter with uh, with uh, Tabby. Mm-hmm. And I have a prediction uh, for the next couple episodes. Okay. I think that Tabby, uh, as Babs falls, her and Tabby, maybe Theo, maybe Theo Gallivan, uh, are going to cut Butch completely out of it and take Ooh. over fishes slash, or no, uh, Falcones. Falcones slash fishes slash penguins. Penguins old empire. Uh, and I think, I think Butch is going to pay the price. I think, I think. Butch is done. I, yeah, I feel like they're going to off Butch. Yeah. Which is sad because I love Drew Powell. I love Drew Powell, but they haven't really given him anything. Not too much this half season, no. I'm really tired of shows. Besides doing the this. mallet hand, of course. Oh, of course, and other various attachments. But yeah, that's that's my prediction uh, coming up here in the next couple episodes. But yeah, I definitely feel like as dark as Barbara has been, she going down. She was willing to come back from it, and Jim shut her out. So, well, wouldn't you? Oh yeah, totally. totally. Okay, I'm like, like I I don't blame Jim in this scenario. No. I, I, I would react the same way, if not more so. <laughs> um, but, but, you know, I, I definitely think, uh, sadly for Barbara, Crazy Town, she's, Butterfly, Sugar Baby. She's so good at Crazy Town, though. Mm-hmm. Like, she is a really good psychopath. Mm-hmm. She's really good at it. She is. It, like, even that scene with her and the lady when she's trying to convince the lady that she's still crazy. Oh, uh, no. I loved when she popped out from behind the curtain and put the knife to Jim's mm-hmm. throat. I was like. Then licked him. 
Uh-huh. What is with people licking people? I, On various shows I've been watching, and not with you. Well, but well when a, a man and a woman love it. No. They lick each other? <laughs> Sometimes. Oh, okay. We're crossing a line now. We're and I see line. Joel from Portland in the chat room. Hello, Howdy Joel. Hello, Mr. Joel. Uh, which, by the way, a uh, little follow-up uh, to my my tease of if you guys wanted a copy of my, my pilot oh, yes. script, Infinite Tina, Joel got one. Sent me back a bunch of notes. I haven't got to look at them yet, Joel, but I'm very excited <laughs> to. Uh, definitely. Okay, so you wanted to talk a little bit about uh, stuff coming together right now. Literally, everything is coming together for everyone on the show. Absolutely everyone. Their mm-hmm. their plan, their mission, whatever they're researching, it's all coming together. So on Team Good Guys, Bruce, Alfred, Jim, Harvey, I want to say um, Barnes, but who knows about him. Okay, so they know Hugo Strange is behind everything, Mm -hmm. but they don't know what he's doing, and they don't know why he's doing it. I don't know if Hugo knows why he's doing (laughs) it, to be honest. But now they can formulate a plan Mm -hmm. and bring in Barnes if they need to, and the GCPD if they need to, which I don't think they do. They're probably better off. But I think this is almost like the beginning of the vigilante hero versus all these crazy psychos in costumes. Mm -hmm. I will say, though, that I Uh one one thing I thought was interesting is that – you know, as much as they're preparing to go after Hugo, mm-hmm. Hugo knows because of Mr. Freeze reporting back that, so they, that, that they're my, coming for him. That would be my next point. Oh, sorry. I wasn't that would be my next points. line of team bad guys of Hugo Strange, Miss Peabody <laughs> and the freaks. Literally, they know that Bruce and Jim are <laughs> on to them and they are digging around. Well, I think this proves <laughs> once and for all that I don't read ahead. So. Also that we share a brain. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like all of – OK. So they know that this is happening. So they have to plan their retaliation. But all of their projects are coming to completion. Mm-hmm. So whatever Penguin and Stabby Babs were as like – I don't know what the plan was other than to send them away because they're probably more liability inside than outside. Yeah. Mr. Freeze, that was a success. That worked good. He was loyal, which he really didn't have to be. That's the thing. Like you're creating all these psychopaths and you're sending him out there with toys they don't have to like not kill you mm-hmm. like that can happen um and then well now as Ryo, as yes. real as that guy yeah i'm wondering <laughs> what all that stuff he was saying i wonder if he's actually getting like spiritual messages or if he's having visions or you know mm-hmm. it, could, it could go any 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 way but I'm, I'm guessing he gets the armor from hugo yeah maybe oh, he does. Cause, the cause, costume because I, I don't think he's gonna oh, be able oh, to him yeah yeah i don't think he's gonna be able to work with with the order of saint dumas anymore right because they're all in jail, aren't they, from this mid-season finale? We don't really know what happened there. Yeah. I, I guess At least somebody got seen. away, I'm It's sure. a big order. It's a bi- it couldn't have just been those guys. Mm-hmm. Maybe maybe, maybe a- more monks and uh, uh, cloaks will be showing up. Maybe Tabba, Tabby, when she jumped out of that window, she had a costume for him, too. Who knows? You uh, know, it's really possible. Uh, Bush Dylan 12 in the chat room says, Did anyone find it funny that Victor Freeze was listening to uh, – or Freiss was listening to Heavy Metal? Hey, I was listening to that. LOL, yeah. XD. Um, yeah, yeah, I, I thought that was really funny that, uh, yeah, and it, it kind made of na- sense. Yeah, natural progression because, you know, who's the stereotypical person who listens to heavy metal? Someone who's like, really like, I don't Cold. have any emotion. <laughs> and yeah, that's, yeah, uh, there was. that's freeze through and through. Exactly. Well, Anne Marie, you know what time it is now? What time is it? 4 30. It's not late. Nah, late, nah. Late. It's time to look, look at, at this, this joker. joker. Look, look at this joker. joker. Look at this joker. Everybody, look, look at, at this joker. joker. Look at the joker. joker all the time. I'm trying to follow you and it's really not working there. 
It, it never does. Nope. Look yes, at this Joker. look at this Joker, uh, where we look at the hints, references, uh, sort of things that remind us, of the, if you squint a little bit, of the Joker on Gotham. Ooh. You can get to this by going to legendsofgotham.com uh, slash look dash at this Dash. At dash this dash Joker, <laughs> or just click look at this Joker right at the yep, top. Do that, and yeah, and we've been doing this since season one. You know, we have a uh, Laszlo or uh, the awkward comedian. We have Laszlo, who wasn't a Joker Laszlo at all, as it turns Joker, out. No. Bunch of stuff where we uh, boldly claimed that we'd solved the Wayne murder. I'm not. I'm thinking we probably didn't. Nope. And on and on and on. Look, there's Jim with a mustache. <laughs> Very nice. And, yes. and on and on and on and on and on, all the way up to season two, episode eighteen, Pinewood, and uh, just a little little joker reference this week uh you know uh, do you remember during the heist jim's running up to the truck after the yeah. lady gets out Not- and gets the bag of money you know a- another week another piece of joker graffiti pops up on a wall uh, twice there was two different ones actually was there two there was two and they were both in this scene but it was mm-hmm. a different it was different definitely angle. a different uh no it was a different bridge or it was mm-hmm. a different bridge <laughs> A different, different bridge. bridge. Uh, no, it, but uh, just a, a little, you know, crazy eyes and a smiling mouth that says, ha, 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 well, ha, ha, And that's been like the, that's been what we get. Yeah. That's been what we've been getting for the whole season, really. Well, we're probably ramping up to something a little bigger, I think. I so. Probably, but you know, I guess it, you know, no one's cleaning these up. I guess in Gotham City, vandalism is the least of their problems. Yeah, probably. Most likely. Most likely. But uh, yeah, let's look at this Joker. Okay, yeah. Emery, why don't you tell them about the Patreon? We have a Patreon over at patreon.com slash universebox, and it's a way to help support all of our podcasts. Legends of Gotham, Greetings from Storybrooke, and We're So Lost. Coming we're next so week lost. since we're off from the show. <laughs> um, it's, uh, like I said, it's a monthly donation. You can start as low as 10 cents, a dollar, five dollars, ten dollars, whatever you, you say. You donation, I say, I say, I guess not subscription for free content. So it's not free though. It's free content. You can get it free one way or the other. That's but true. if you pay the subscription, it helps us do it. This is true. You also get some exclusive stuff, too. You do get some exclusive stuff. We have these patron hangouts, which we should have another one coming soon, actually, um, where we invite all our patrons to come into a Google Hangout and we chit-chat about things mm-hmm. and stuff and junk. and Like think, Batman v. Superman? Yeah, and the drama. <laughs> um, and then, well, are we doing a reading of your book next time? Or your uh, My pilot? Script? Uh, yeah. We're definitely doing one of those probably in the next week or two. Yay! So, so, yeah. So, things like that will probably be... Patreon exclusive ish. Um, ish. Ish, I said ish. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so patreon.com slash universe box. Yeah, we want like think- to donate. We want to thank our 28 patrons who are currently giving us 124-ish dollars a month. I think it's a little bit more than that, but it's weird how they calculate it now. Anyway, patreon.com slash universe box. If you, if you donate, we will uh, get tattoos of your name on our butts. Patreon.com slash universe box. And I remember to think outside. Statement. I do not support that statement. Remember to think outside. I That's support I that statement. Do. Definitely. Definitely. Let's see over here in the chat room. Uh, Joel says a dad joke. Uh, that would be to uh, Bush Jones, Mr. Fridge needs to chill. Mr. Fridge? Mr. Fridge needs to chill. <laughs> Mr. Fridge's fridge needs to chill. <laughs> uh, TKD Kid says, I still think Hugo is uh, tangling Nora. Or, uh, they, uh, it's a general consensus of the chat room that Nora is still alive, and that's how he's keeping Freeze in order. Interesting. I, uh, that, that, that I disagree, very, but... I, I mean, we saw her kind of melt down a little bit. Yeah, but she started to... Then again, I you know, uh, Hugo, has- Hugo has some sort of uh, regenerative stuff going on. 
you yeah, know it's very true work pretty well with theo gallivan does he have bone creating things though? <laughs> um, yeah. well actually he does this episode we see the x-rays from karen's hand you know her her tiny baby lizard hand. hand baby lizard hand baby dinosaur hand baby lizard hand okay so i wanted to talk a little <laughs> bit and i teased this a little before about some classic bat tropes uh that happen in this episode basically it all revolves around the the karen character she's a classic batman one-off character uh she's somebody that bruce needs to save but ultimately ends up inspiring to make their own heroic sacrifice because you can tell her time spent with Bruce turned her from this cold old baby lizard hand hermit uh, into somebody who would be willing to sacrifice their life so Bruce and would stop. Jim and Alfred could get away. Yeah, that's uh, it. which was really cool. And also, you know, his anguish at look uh, at losing Karen when he went, all of the sound was off. Ah, you supposed to do it with me? Ah! Oh, ah! Uh, it, that's another bad staple, uh, you know, uh, kind, kind of mourning the loss of an innocent in the pursuit of justice. As Alfred says, it's the price of Bruce's mission. There will be others. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know, it's not really Bruce's fault uh, that she died. Uh, but it, I, I love the way that he already has to weigh the cost of justice, even at this young age. Yeah. Uh, he he also learns that his dad was faced with similar choices. Uh, you know, Pinewood, the dream, the th- project he planned on, versus what it became under Hugo Strange. I wonder what the, plan the philosopher was supposed to be. I don't know. Maybe maybe a, maybe he was actually fixing her arm. May, maybe the plan was to create like superhumans or something like that, like like good superhumans, like nice superhumans. But then they got the the prisoners involved and Hugo Strange. Although I will say that um, you know, Karen jumping in to sacrifice herself. In this episode, uh, you know, it kind of reminded me of uh, Doctor Who and his companions. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, you remember in the David Tennant era? I'm yes. sorry if you're not a Doctor Who fan. Yes, the answer is yes, probably. <laughs> uh, but it, uh, in Journey's End, uh, where Davros and mm-hmm. uh, Dalek Sek uh, kind of say to the Doctor, you turn people into living weapons uh, to fight for your cause. And that's kind of what we see here with Karen, which I thought was interesting. And uh, something that, you know, like I said, it's a classic bat trope. It happens to Batman a lot. Mm -hmm. So uh, it was really nice to see that here. And Mm -hmm. another classic bat trope I noticed was Alfred reminding Bruce to eat as he sets off on another adventure. Shove some food down your throat. Yeah. It wasn't even like, (laughs) go eat. It was shove some food down your throat. I Mm -hmm. loved that. Yeah. And uh, let's see. uh, Bush Dylan 12 in the chat room says, and uh, yeah, completely agreed. Uh, Who else got uh, vibes off Batman when Bruce was on his uh, computer, the Batcave, Batcomputer? I really enjoyed that dynamic, though. Uh, I, Lucius Fox. Uh, <laughs> no, with Lucius Fox and Bruce Wayne down in the bat, bat mm-hmm. cave working on the bat computer. Although I do wonder, Thomas Wayne must have not been terribly security minded. Because, I mean, he thought enough to encrypt its hard drive, but he didn't encrypt its calendar and had the name of somebody yeah. who he shouldn't have been meeting with in his unencrypted calendar. I mean, it was password protected, but password probably plain Bruce. text. The password was Bruce. <laughs> I learned it by passwording Bruce. Okay, uh, so you wanted to talk a little bit about Thomas and Karen's relationship. Yes. Um, like, okay, so the way Karen explains their relationship is that Thomas Wayne cared for her like he was 
her dad. Mm-hmm. So it's it was a child and parent relationship with encouragement and birthday gifts and stuff like that. And I think that as an only child, it was hitting Bruce really, really hard in different ways, like slight, slight, very, very slight jealousy of, hey, my dad put these emotions towards someone else. Mm-hmm. Uh, but more, he seemed to connect with her instantly in a brotherly brother and sister relationship yeah and i'm that's why he just was like all over again when she was killed and that bond was ripped so Mm -hmm. there went immediately so quickly like they'd really just made that established and 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 bye-bye you know one thing i i thought about was i i thought it was a little weird that uh you know because we we haven't really got a lot of anecdotes about Thomas and Bruce having a super strong close, yeah. close relationship, but we get this anecdote about uh Bruce, or uh, Karen and Thomas having this very close relationship. I I'm surprised. I, although I guess he's probably a, li- a little more mature than one would be to have this reaction. I, it, there wasn't some sort of jealousy there. Like, no. why was my dad taking care of the killer girl, no, killer I, lizard girl? You know, but it really could have been because she's very young. Like, mm-hmm. if she's been, you know, baby dinosaur hand for 10 years, how old was she when she was put in Blackgate? Like, yeah. she's not old. She not couldn't old. have been very old at all. Like, she had to have been like a teenager or even like a preteen, a tween, if you will, <laughs> um, that was just charged as an adult mm-hmm. for some reason. Yeah. So, I definitely loved her as just like a nice one off character, though. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, you know, a lot of times they bring in these characters who have a history within the mythos and stuff. I think other Anne Marie was actually asking us on Twitter, who's this person in the Bat mythos? Because yeah. she always asks us that. Uh-huh. And, uh, no. Nobody. Uh, But it was a very nice, very fleshed out, well-developed, one-off character. And you know what? It's nice to see that. Mm -hmm. It's nice to see shows that can do that. And, you know, I I think it cut us all really deep. Mm-hmm. For sure. Uh, over in the chat room, uh, Joel from Portland asks, is Anne-Marie beatboxing? No, no I, she I was, was typing. typing. I was typing. Uh, Bobby says, I got Batman vibes all through this episode. David is killing it. Yeah. Very much David, agreed. David. David. Sorry. Sorry. Uh, David. David. Uh, Bush Dylan 12 says, do you guys think this is Earth 2 because of all the differences or just a different universe? It's Earth G. We've, we've always said that. It's Earth It's Gotham. Earth G. Earth Gotham. And uh, it Let's see. Um, yeah, and Joel from Portland also says that yeah, he is turning into the world's greatest detective. Very much agreed. Very young to be able to like the the uh, um, but the their gucker, mm-hmm. um, Alfred and uh, <laughs> Lucius are just like it's going to be inc- uh, decrypting for ages, and he's mm-hmm. like, all right. I'm in the calendar. They're like, what? <laughs> you know who else agrees though? Who? Surprise, John Stevens. <gasps> Hi, John Stevens. Hi. I don't know what the picture looks like, so I'm just like making faces. That's fine. Okay, I want to talk a little bit about the heist. The okay. big old heist at the end of this episode. A very, very daring move here by Jimbo. Yeah. I, he's, Jimbo. He, he's gone from being anti-vigilante and the balloon man. Because remember, he has that whole speech yes. with Barbara where he's like, vigilantes aren't good. I hate vigilantes. Vigilantes yes. should be drug out into the street and shot by not the police, but by – oh, wait a second. Those are vigilantes. vigilantes. They should be shot too. You know, this yeah. big drawn-out speech arguing against vigilantes. Mm-hmm. And here he is now. He is one. He's, I mean, he's even, he's not just a vigilante, he's a masked vigilante. Yeah, he was which, literally a masked vigilante. Which I think is pretty cool. I thought it was interesting, though, that both Jim and Alfred were willing to take Bruce out on this very dangerous mission. I could see Alfred doing it solo. 
like taking Bruce because I mean it's all part of the mission or whatever. But bringing Jim in on that and letting Jim or Jim letting Bruce go out like that, I, I thought they don't have a choice anymore. Bruce is just going to go do it, if he, they, and they would probably rather be there with him mm-hmm. as backup because really they're Bruce's backup. A TK. Kid in the chat room says Jim finally gets Barnes back on his side. He just blew it again with the heist. Yeah, there was some foreshadowing. I think there's going to be some some blowback on that for sure. Oh, absolutely. Uh, you know, but I I think as far as Jim, Alfred, and uh, Bruce running around causing havoc, uh-huh. if we can get a lot of that in Mask, if we can get a lot of that as in much- season three, if that's all of season three is them just running out on missions. Uh huh. I'm completely okay with that. Uh-huh. Completely okay with that. Mm-hmm. And you know, uh, at the end of the heist, uh, we we get to see Mister Freeze's new suit uh, after seeing Hugo's new parka. Um, <laughs> but I love the parkas. But I th- I thought uh, you know his his suit looked really really good. I, I I'm not going to lie. There was uh, some set photos that came out a couple months back. I think we covered them mm-hmm. uh, where it it looked really weird and really a little too bright for Gotham and everything. But the color correction they did on, on on the show it ma- made it look a lot better made a lot more sense and uh i i thought it looked really good yeah. minus one thing mm. a lack of something oh oh get a mask or a get hood a, get, get get the dome no, he needed the freeze the dome. dome the freeze dome I, they straight up said if he left the you know a certain temperature he would die mm-hmm. his head is leaving that temperature yeah, which, we, you know, we heard from John Stevens. Maybe they forgot it or yeah. something and they, they were running out of daylight. Uh, but you know, Yeah, or running out of daylight, nighttime. Um, but, you know, th- that's some advice for Freeze. Get, get a helmet. Get, get a helmet. Uh, or for the heroes, aim for the head when the dude shooting no, 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 ice at on. you. Aim, aim for, for the, the freaking, freaking head. head. Yeah. Definitely. Seeing uh, as how that's all we saw on Twitter <laughs> that entire time, everybody's just going, aim for the head. I'm just going to shoot him in the armor a bunch. This will work. Aim for the head. Uh, let's see. Over in the chat room, what do we have over here? Uh, let's see. Uh, uh, Bush Dylan says, do you guys think that the longer the show goes uh, on, will the show get more comic booky? Yeah, I think it's pretty comic booky already. Yeah. And uh, Bobby says, more comic booky. And Joel from Portland says, more comic booky? Look at these characters so far. They had uh, they had parts where they chewed the scenery. And yeah, yeah, that goes back to something we addressed a lot more in the first season. In the first season, actually, was a lot of the presentational acting that a lot yeah. of the villains have, which... I love. It's I, awesome. I think they're doing an excellent job. I mean, I don't understand the comic booky anything because I ain't reading that stuff. Mm-hmm. Nobody got time for that. <laughs> uh, but I love the style, and I just love how it's 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 maturing. The mm-hmm. show itself is maturing, definitely, and it's fun. I love it. I like it. I okay, love it. You wanted to talk a little bit about Lucius, right? Ah, uh, Lucius. Lucius. Okay, so he talks about there being other black op projects because mm-hmm. they all have fluffy names like pinewood farms what? i i okay, will say ahead. uh the other names i wrote that i jotted them down running wood and winding ridge okay but how many of these things are there what are they doing are they mm-hmm. all different are they all different medical facilities is there like you know one like military like is there one you know a big, you know, group of programmers. I don't like. I want to know what's going on. Is there a group of lumberjacks? One, one is just a dark roast coffee shop. Oh, yeah. well, can I? I need that address. Hence, Black Ops. They don't have creamer there. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's a uh, running <laughs> running wood because they brew the coffee over wood. <laughs> Guys, you have no idea how much I needed that. We put it together. 
we figured it out. Yeah, but I do wonder about what other kind of black ops stuff is going on, and if because there has to be other stuff. If Thomas was trying to shut that down, and or if he even started those, or if those started after mm-hmm. or around. You know, speaking of Lucius, though, something I okay. want to know mm-hmm. if if he's pretty connected to this company and knew about thomas's double life Mm -hmm. why didn't he know about the philosopher why didn't he know about hugo strange dude i there are so many questions about that man did he not recognize him with the beard and the glasses maybe he wasn't in on that part of it that's true i mean it's a pretty big company well it's a pretty big company but also he said that that picture was from 12 years ago um the stuff with karen ended 10 years ago Mm -hmm. who i mean that leaves an a Eight-ish year gap, I think, between... Yes. There's, somewhere in there. There's a somewhere eight-ish year gap between there and um, Thomas dying or being murdered, whatever, um, that Lucius could have started. <laughs> it was a really long way. There was a lot of math. I'm sorry. I, I can't function. Oh, it's okay. I, 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 was, I was very happy to see Lucius back, though. Yeah, uh, it was really good to see He him. has been sorely missed, for sure. Absolutely. More Lucius. Please. please. Okay. Uh, I wanted to address something here. Okay. What you got? Uh, what, you Jim, what, you, what you got? Jim Gordon is punk rock because yeah. he did it Jim's way. Yeah. I, I just – I had to point out uh, – one the You mu- will take any moment to point out mm-hmm. punk rock. Well, the the music in this episode was phenomenal in general. Not not only this montage that I'm going to talk about, but the music that they were playing as Jim goes into the ladies' club and everything. Yeah. I thought was really strong. Like, I, the musical choices on Gotham are always good. Yeah, or and great in a lot of cases. But this episode, I thought was phenomenal that way. But I loved. Okay, I huge punk rock fan. Sid Vicious did a cover of Frank Sinatra's "My Way." Ooh. Uh, back in the 70s or 80s, I think. It was towards the end of his uh, life, I believe. Uh, yeah. uh, but it's it's sort of this weird cover where it starts out, like, where he's singing really horribly, like, think uh, Rose on and Barr singing the national no, anthem. I don't want to, ever. Uh, bad if you catch that reference. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then it just gets into this really, like, I did it my way. Well, you heard it in the episode, you know, and yeah. it, this very, very strong punk rock performance of this really sort of classical song mm-hmm. I, I you know I, i'm an old punk at heart and that tune is about as punk as you can get because it, it kind of blends this whole uh establishment song like uh your grandparents song with this really punk rock attitude where for for the first minute or so he's not even singing he's just warbling yeah and then it gets into you know really good punk stuff uh you know side note the the whammy drawer love the whammy drawer i think it might just be my favorite thing from harvey bullock this season i just if nothing else because when jim picked up the nunchucks i imagined harvey bullock using nunchucks and that would that was just hilarious. Yup. Like where did he get those, Michelangelo? Maybe. Well, I mean, they did just do in the comics the Batman Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles crossover. Maybe the turtles are running around in the sewers underneath Gotham. Who knows? Uh, Joel in Portland says a little surprised that Lucius is not aware of Strange, given that they both work in some form for Wayne Enterprises. Uh, so he agrees also, with me. Also, shouldn't he have known that, that somebody might have like tracking or whatever on Wayne Enterprises systems to know when a certain person was? Start- You'd think, but I, I think he's he's thinking he's one 
removed from Lucius, or maybe Lucius has some way to cover his tracks since he's a computer expert and all that. True. He did Very rebuild true. a computer that got whacked. A Commodore 64 at yep, that. Basically. And he didn't even have the uh, original uh, five and a quarter floppy disk drive mm, or sure. tape drive. He probably had them somewhere else. Maybe. Possibly. Okay. Uh, you wanted to end, end talking a little bit about Bullock too, right? <laughs> yes, I did. So Bullock's training Alvarez now to take over Jim's position. That's interesting. Um, Halibut's putting on socks because that's fun. Another classic Bullockism. I love Bullock. I love Bullock and his squished pizza and his two things of beer. Like, <laughs> but are we going to get more of Alvarez in the show? Because that would be kind of nice. Mm-hmm. Though he is an actual p- police officer, so he may not have time. It would be nice to have an episode where he just yes. has a whole story arc of his own or yes. like a, si- a side plot. Yes, with Alvarez, Alvarez. You've done enough press. Let's get you on the show. Like Jim has to help Alvarez move no. or something. <laughs> he has to move him out of Jim's seat. No, I just, I think it would be nice to see an actual, because he's been so Im- important in so many different storylines. It'd be nice to give him a storyline mm. or like he shows up somewhere that Jim's doing something stupid before Bullet can get there to like deflect I don't know. It'd be interesting. Yeah, I, I, I did enjoy that line, though. That was a oh. very good. Bu- and, and we did find out in this episode, too, that we were wondering where Jim was at last week. And yeah, yeah he's staying at Bullock's. So staying at Bullock's. That's good to know. Yep. Okay, so let's see here. Time for the arbitrary. Oh, uh, Monmouth Moxie says Lucius did say he was aware of dark projects, but not included in the upper echelons. That's fair. So, yeah, definitely. That's fair. Okay, so let's see here. Time for an arbitrary <laughs> scale. Okay, I'm channeling the great beyond, the Order of St. Dumas. Sister, sister, what should I do, sister? Sister, sister, out of 17 licks to the center of Jim Gordon, how many licks to the center of Jim Gordon do you give this episode, Amory? Um, <laughs> wow. Um, can I give the overall episode about 14? 14 what? Likes to the center of Jim Gordon. Thank you. But that final reveal of he's alive is 17. Nice, nice. Because that whole scene was just fantastic. You're that excited for Theo Gallivan? I am. Feel free to weigh in in the chat room too. Yes, please. Guys. Uh, let's see. As for me... You know what? I think I'm going to have to give it uh, straight up 17 licks in a nibble. Oh, in a nibble? 17 licks in a nibble after, after she gets through to his brain. She also has a very rough tongue like a cat, which is why she's How able How would you know these things? Which is why she's able to get to the center of Jim Gordon so quickly, because it's like sandpaper. Oh, um, you've got to stop. You've got to stop. No, but I, <laughs> Bobby, dear God. <laughs> exactly, Bobby. No, but I, I thought it was a very – it was a phenomenal episode. It felt, it felt like a Batman adventure in a lot of ways, and yeah. I really love seeing Jim – uh, be a complete hypocrite and turn into a vigilante. Yep. And I also really like all the myth- mythological stuff that's happening. Okay, let's see. Over in the chat room, Wing gives it uh, 13 licks to the center of Jim Gordon. Joel from Portland gives it 13 licks to the center of Jim Gordon. TKD Kid gives it 16 licks to the center of Jim Gordon. And I think... Uh, and Bobby's terrified. Bobby's terrified. <laughs> he, he will never weigh in. Uh, but no, a great episode. I wish there was a new episode next week, but there's not. There's not. So uh, we'll have to wait for Azrael. Azrael. And Cosmic gives it 15.856 licks. I wonder what a what is a .856 lick? Is it like, uh, but it doesn't touch? Kind no, of it's a, like, it only gets like Bobby says, a one, two, three, 
15 licks to the center of Jim Gordon, which Thank is actually you. what I've re- I was referencing you perverts. Yes. Okay, now, right. on to the news. News. First up, the ratings. The numbers for Monday, which are pretty unimpressive all around, were pretty unimpressive all around. At Fox, Gotham 1.2 was even with last week. Sorry, I had to mutilate a couple sentences to get that. Oh, it's okay. It's okay. But but yeah, definitely, you know, not the greatest, not the worst. No, they're... They're doing better than others in the area it, it, or it, in the evening. Mm-hmm. So, uh, TKD Kid uh, says, Why do they keep doing the breaks? There must be something Weird going scheduling. on. There's probably something going on next week, mm-hmm. or they well, that would get them the last three uh-huh. in a row for sure. So, maybe you know, they had an end date they had to hit. I will say, a silver lining to all these breaks is that uh, this puts us an episode closer to the guys from Gotham TV podcast. <gasps> That's our, true. Our podcast. Uh, Besties. Bays. Uh, oh, don't use that. Our, our podcast. Don't ever use The that. podcast we're going steady with. Yeah, the podcast we're going steady with over in the UK, who are a little bit behind us, but this brings us an this episode This will bring closer us together, a lot closer. Unless they have a skip week. Okay, uh, but next week's episode, season two, episode 19, is called Azrael, and we're going to watch not one, but two promos for it. Well, the second one's like almost four minutes. Is it almost four minutes? Yeah. Maybe we won't watch it, but we'll point it out. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. We have, uh, I'm just going to say, we have a comic accurate Azrael. Uh, it's obviously Theo Gallivan. We have Ed the in prison. No, he's in Arkham. Yeah, in Arkham. Uh, yeah. Well, I don't we, think he's crazy. We ha- have Azrael like standing on tops of bridges and busting through doors and fighting Captain Barnes. And uh, Bruce is giving some sass to yeah, Jim. Yeah, and it just it looks awesome. It looks about as close as you're probably going to get to Batman on Gotham before for now. For now. Uh, it's so good. I really enjoyed it. I really enjoyed it. Um, I, I can't wait until next week's episode. And also, I, I'll point out that uh, the folks over at Gotham sent us this trailer today. And we again, we won't watch the whole thing. But basically what they've done is they've cut an entire uh, movie trailer for Azrael, the movie. And it's, um, it's crazy because I watched about a minute and a half. Woo, volume. <laughs> Um, of it, and it to see David age is kind of crazy to see where he started mm-hmm. because that's probably what three years now. Yeah, and it just it, it's cut very much like a, a, a movie. movie trailer to where the whole series has been leading to this sort of thing. Yeah, but I definitely highly recommend you watch it. Uh, we do have a uh, link to it in our show notes at legendsofgotham dot com. Yep, over in the chat room, uh, wins like meh. She's not she's not a big she's fan of the Israel. Not at all. Well, I hope they prove you wrong. Win. I hope I hope you walk away liking it. If not, come here and complain about it. We'll we'll take you know your we, complaints. We'll take your complaints. Call and leave a voicemail. You haven't done that in a while. Win. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. What definitely. the heck? Yeah, when? Yeah, when? Yeah, when? You know what? In fact, in two weeks' time after they air Azrael, I want you to get up off your couch. I want you to walk over to your computer and I want you to email legendsofgotham at gmail.com or tweet us at legendsofgotham or Facebook us at facebook.com slash legendsofgotham or voicemail us four two four two seven. Seven four two three five two again. That's four two four two seven four twenty three fifty two. I'm talking to you, Win, and you know we love you. And actually, I'm talking to everybody who listens. Yes, you know, please. let us know what you think about Azrael and uh, Azrael, Azrael, Azrael. Um, but uh, people always do this. They always call. And let us know what you think. I and Win says, "Fine, you may be sorry." I hope we are. Okay, Not. so okay. Uh, first up is Bobby. Take it away, Bobby. Hey guys, it's Bobby. Hey! Well, this week's episode was definitely more story-driven than action-driven, and I have no problem with that whatsoever. 
Uh, I loved every story beat along the way in this episode. Uh, it's, it seems like maybe I was about half right with the whole Barbara losing her memory thing. She didn't lose her memory, but she, it seems that she did wake up a, a somewhat different person. Um, I love that how she tells Jim that it was his, the image of him saving her that has kept her going this whole time and makes her want to change. And for, I for one actually believe her. This show does an excellent job of making you feel sympathy for people you really shouldn't be feeling sympathy for. And I love it for it. Uh, Bruce is well on his way to becoming Batman and he kicks ass. Uh, it's great to see he's actually getting some detective skills. And I like that in the beginning, you know, he didn't have, you know, it's shown growth of this character because when he started out, he was like the little rich boy, you know, he was like Richie Mm -hmm. Rich. And now he's totally Bruce Wayne slash Batman. Uh, that scene where he said, it's who I am. I mean, that's dead on Batman. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, of course, we're diving headfirst into Indian Hill. I gotta love that. The only things I missed about this episode were what's going on with Penguin now? Mm-hmm. Um, Thank you, Pants. Thank you. What is, uh, where, you know, Enigma, I take it he's an Arkham. How, you know, how, you know uh, how's he settling in? <laughs> and then uh, what happened to Selena after she left Bruce's house? I'm sure mm-hmm. those are all things we'll touch upon uh, in the n- near future. There's so around. many things going on in the show. Right um, love tonight's episode. Out of 343 pieces of flying cash, I'll give it 337. Make it rain. Nice. They did make it rain. They did make it Very rain. Very much so. Uh, they, they Wayne made it rain. That's all I'm going to say. Okay, next up is Jordan. Take it away, Jordan. What's up, guys? This is Jordan. Yay! And what an episode we just saw. Holy crap. Um, let's see, start with Barbara coming back. Um, I knew she was going to help Jim. I called it on Twitter. Uh, <laughs> that was kind of cool that she helped yeah, Jim. Of course, Jim still doesn't trust her, which is, which, which is not surprising there. Um, how about Bruce and Alfred and Gordon getting to the bottom of the Wayne murders with the help of Fox? They found out it was Hugo Strange, finally. Now I think that Hugo Strange is going to stop at nothing to get after Bruce, because now he knows Bruce was with, was with Jim and, just in that, and it's going to be chaos, just plain chaos. Um, I also want to get you guys' thoughts on Theo Gallivan as Azrael now for the preview for next week. We saw him in the Azrael suit. <laughs> I want to get you guys' thoughts on that. Um, too bad. Sucks we didn't see Pingy Pants or the Riddle in this yes. episode, but we'll get there. We'll get there. Also, I want to hear you guys' thoughts of who's going to come out of Hugo Strange's lab next. Fish Mooney or Jerome? I think it's Fish Mooney. All right, guys. Thanks a lot. I think it's Thomas Wayne. No, I'm kidding. Oh, that's not going to happen. No, if I had to guess, I'd say uh, I'd say actually uh, Firefly. Yeah, I'd say Firefly's next. Then right. after that, Jerome. Then after that, Fish. Then after that, Thomas and Martha Wayne. But they're like sewed together into one monstrous mega wow. Wayne. Okay, next Omega up is... Omega Wayne. Really? Omega Wayne. Omega Wayne. Okay, uh, next up is my, Micah Pasqua. Take it away, Mike. Oh, we got a lot of stuff this week. We got uh, Barbara coming back to help him in her own way. We're returning to Miss Galavan. We got uh, the another arrest of the one of Bruce and, and, and uh, Alfred. We got also... Here's something else that... A lot of people didn't notice. We got a precursor to 
possible phantasm, you know? Think about it. Karen, that character Karen is a precursor to phantasm. I definitely, uh, and you're talking about the 1993 or 94 animated movie Batman Mask of the Phantasm. I definitely see a lot of similarities there, Mike. We got Azrael. Now, granted, it's too soon for John Paul Valley. It really is. But we got Azrael, and we got the philosopher and who exactly he is. And it is none other than our favorite crazy doctor. (laughs) This has been Mike Paswa. Nice. Thank you very much, Mike. Thank you, Mike. See, over in the chat room, Joel says, I'm... Uh, that uh, well, TKD Kid says Jerome will be last, probably not till season three. I could see them ending on mm-hmm. Jerome's resurrection. Yep. Uh, Joel says I'm thinking much, much later, like when the show wraps up. And uh, yeah, Bobby says cliffhanger. Mm-hmm. And uh, Mom with Moxie says, "Where the hell is Two Face?" Uh, I'm he has a show on NBC now, I think. So. Uh, Harvey Dent does. So I don't know if we're going to be seeing him that soon. Well, and another, you know, we're supposed to get, what was it, Mad Hatter Mm -hmm. this season? Like, we have three episodes left, guys. Although I I did see over on the Gotham subreddit uh, that there was, in one of the promos for upcoming episodes, there was a page of an Alice in Wonderland book. So So we have that. I want to be surprised if he didn't show up before the end here. Okay, this next one's from Joel from Portland, right? The letter? Yeah. The one that says, hi, Bill and Anne Marie, it's Joel from Portland? Exactly. Yeah, that one. Okay, here, I'll read it. Okay. Hey, Bill and Anne-Marie, it's Joel from Portland. So two plus years ago, I heard that Fox was going to do a show called Gotham based in the city that would become the home uh, to the world's greatest detective. Yes. A police procedural starring James Gordon. Sign me up. Uh, This week's episode is what I imagine that show to be. Real investigating and fewer villains made for a great palate cleanser. Mm -hmm. Everyone was a detective, even Stabby Babs. Uh, I, I like how Jim is becoming proto-Batman, wearing a mask at times to fight bad guys and borrowing street weapons from Harvey, which he most likely confiscated or brought home from the we- weapons Costco. Yes. On this weapons Costco. <gasps> I do too. Uh, doing so allows him to find the leads he ne- or the lead he needs. And let me make sure I get this straight. Uh, Victor, the philosopher Strange, hired the lady who hired Matches Malone to kill the Wayne. No, Hugo Strange. Yeah, it, it is. it is Hugo. Strange. Not uh, Victor Strange. Must have got confused with Victor Freeze. It happens. Freeze. It's okay. Uh, yeah, but you got that straight pretty much except for the first name there, mm-hmm. uh, which ties us all the way back to uh, a bitter pill to swallow nine episodes ago where the lady first appeared. Yes. Love it. I love it. it. I love love it. the synchronicity. See, I was so confused. Like the first half, I'm like, how does he know that the lady is involved? And then like, this was matches last known. I was like, oh, mm-hmm. thank you for answering that. <laughs> it feels like they just threw freeze at the end to give it as a gimmick. It almost would have been better, more emotionally painful and more dramatic if uh, the reborn Galavan killed uh, Hooserbutt. Um, I'm guessing guessing he's talking about Karen. Uh, Therefore, robbing Bruce once again of the truth he so sorely wanted. But I guess it all worked out in the end uh, that to Lucius Fox, thanks to Lucius Fox and his mad PC skills. Looking forward to your thoughts. And until next time, I'm Grizzly Galavan. Yeah, and uh, they do mention over in the chat room, too, that, yeah, we're also supposed to be getting Clayface mm-hmm. uh, or uh, Basil Carlo as Clayface. Mm-hmm. 
And uh, yeah, I, I, I definitely think uh, I, I feel like they're they're just kind of peppering the villains throughout, and then they're all going to come together in the last episode or two. Yeah, pretty much. So oh, I, it's going to be crazy. I'm definitely excited for that. I hope I hope it's as big as I imagine it in my head because the uh, Order of Saint Dumas was wasn't, not. Yeah, it was like the Order of Saint Dumas was a letdown. It was twelve guys going to a scream convention. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and they were sacrificing a 14-year-old. Okay, you want to wrap up with some uh, YouTube comments? Yep, we have these YouTube comments. The first one is from Matt C. It says, when a network show gets three full seasons, it's practically always guaranteed to get a fourth season by default because the show will have enough episodes to sell for syndication purposes, of course. Mm-hmm. Plus, Gotham is still one of Fox's top dramas anyway. I believe it's only behind Empire X-Files and seems to be about even with Lucifer Howe. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and our next one is from Jason. Bill, love the episode keep up the great work whenever you speak to one of the showrunners ask them about ivy and what they had planned for her as we've practically had nothing of her you know when we got the uh voicemail from john stevens surprise john stevens uh, i did think uh, about about the fact that you wanted me to ask this question but unfortunately since we didn't get to talk to him i just emailed him a couple questions real yeah. quick about this episode uh, that I we weren't able to do that, but next time we have him on the show, I will definitely ask about Ivy. Although she was she I, was in a few couple episodes back, right? She right, surprise, John Stevens. She, she was in yes. a few. Do you have him nodding now? Yeah. Um, I think she was in the original plan to become bigger earlier, but then I mean, plans change. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Montoya and Allen, <clears throat> um, Harvey Dent. Uh, you know, we've had mm-hmm. a lot of people come and go. Butch, even plus, there's really only. So far you can go with that character when she's, she's 12 a, yeah when she's 12 right so maybe you know this is set for later in you know later mm-hmm. season maybe season four is going to be more her because yeah. isn't she like a teenager or a 20 something more of a 20 something i guess when her crazy kicks in yeah. i don't know anything she's batman's age so like so mid I'm- to late 20s yeah. Ish. Um, over in the chat room, uh, and we'll end on this, uh, Cosmic says, I wonder if they will have Azrael become a hero in Gotham or leave that p- part out. Well, it's like he's he's in Azrael because it's sort of an honorific. It's a title. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think the only Az- Azrael that ever became a hero was uh, John Paul, Paul Valley, the guy from Nightfall and Night Quest mm-hmm. and Night's End and uh, Night's Inn as well. All of those classic 90s series, Night's End. Um, it, it's a motel. But you, Azriel, he's coming to Gotham, and you need to be coming to your back computer to email us legendsofgotham at gmail dot com. Tweet us at legends of Gotham. Facebook is facebook dot com slash legends of Gotham. And when I'm talking to you, voicemail four two four two seven four two three five two. Again, that's four two four two seven four twenty three fifty two. I wish I had a voice modulator because that really hurt my throat. Yeah. Emory, where can people find you online? You can find me on Twitter at AMD Simone, or you can check out my newly re- resurrected blog, CrunchyCrafty.com. As for me, you can follow me on Twitter at Bill Meeks. You can follow all of the podcasts we do at UniverseBox.com. And, uh, you know, keep, in, keep your eyes out on my tweets. Uh, or on uh, Universe Boxes tweets because mm-hmm. uh, we, we will be doing a live reading of my pilot on this YouTube channel sometime coming up in the next week or two. Yep. Uh, I think a couple of people from the chat room are going to be characters. Uh, characters in it too. So that's <laughs> a lot of fun. Okay. And John's finally, surprise John Stevens, where can people find you online? You can find me at John R. Stevens on Twitter. And I also click to produce some direct episodes of Gotham. Thanks for watching, folks. I'm on IMDb because I'm legit. <laughs> I'm surprised John Stevens. <laughs> 
He's never going to call us again after oh, what think, we've done to him. I think he will definitely call us again to berate <laughs> us for how we've treated Surprise John Stevens this entire episode. But thank you again, John. Thank you so thank much. Thank you to our chatters yes. over at live.universebox.com. Bobby and Cosmic and Mom with Moxie and Joel from Portland and TKD Kid and Win and Chan Serve, the most important chatter of all. And I guess that about does it. Uh, like we said, going to have a week off. Absolutely. Everybody rest up. Definitely. Uh, join us uh, next time. Bum all. Legends, Legends of, of Gotham. I'm surprised ah! John Stevens. I'm never calling them again. Will we have a crowd? Will we not? Who knows? No, I was not a theater major.